It is. I did click it. Yeah. Yeah. PKN episode seventy-four. Welcome All right, to the show. Um, did was Taylor here last week? Yes, I was. Good. Good. All right. Then, if you weren't, then there's a chance I messed up the backgrounds and it's actually seventy-five, but it should be seventy-four. Yeah, whatever. Um, Fuck it. <laughs> here we go. PKN probably episode seventy-four. I got a thing. So I haven't talked about this on the show much, although you guys know my um, my mother-in-law is sick. She has cancer. Um, mm-hmm. She, I, I was about to say she beat cancer. Um, it appears that she just temporarily beat cancer a couple of years ago, and now it's back. And um, she's in kind of a rough way. Like it... Uh, it's spread to three different organs. I'm going to leave out the details and for, to value her privacy, but all sorts of middle belly, you know, things you, that you don't want to have cancer in. And, uh, um, and how old is she? She's 75, which is another thing. Um, you know, expanding cancer at 75, um, So that's not not a good thing to have. Yeah, and, uh, that was my grandmother's situation. She had multiple types of cancer at and in, in her late seventies. That's rough. Uh, she actually had she did have uh, surgery, and I can still see her like showing off this, the, the 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 like surgery. She's like, look at this, <laughs> like, like show me this huge fucking scar. She's just like, that's pretty pretty. That's pretty, isn't it? <laughs> she got a good sense of humor about the whole it, thing. But it looks like they're gonna start treatment in New Jersey. And uh, her her oncologist, the one she's seeing now, is going to set her up with some sort of machine that gives her chemo every two days, but perhaps like a less aggressive like attack on the chemo. And so, uh, forgive me, is the normal regimen once a week? I don't think there is a normal regimen. With my brother, it was every six weeks. Okay. Yeah, he would go I through. I guess it depends on the cancer. Yeah, I'm sure it depends on the kind of cancer. Walter right. White was going once a week. That's the only reason. <laughs> okay. Yeah, my brother went every six weeks, and his key treatments were really aggressive. Like, they, he was young, so they kind of hit him hard. Um, he was maybe 30, and uh, uh, they, they, they went after it, and um, that was how they, they beat his osteosarcoma in his thigh bone. Um, it's going to look so archaic and, like, 50 years so. when we look back on chemo where with, it's like that's awful <laughs> with her i think they're so one of the places they've deemed inoperable and uh we're getting i think when i said they were going to start it up here she's going to come down here and live with us and then as she gets <clears throat> here we'll gather some second opinions and such and see uh, what they think but um because she has inoperable cancer that you know they might just be trying to slow the growth and prolong her life and everything like they, her current oncologist is not talking about um you know like oh yeah we got 20 more years in you <laughs> <laughs> um now when she beat cancer the first time she sometimes had issues with nausea and hunger and i'm thinking to myself like huh how can I score this woman some pot? Because <laughs> 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 I don't have any any hookups on this. 
And that would be an excellent video to watch <laughs> you go through a bunch of processes to try and get weed just as a 42 year old man <laughs> talking to high schoolers. <laughs> so I, I was like, uh, Kyle, is that a hint or you got to just keep going with my story? You should, you should send her to Colorado with us. Oh, going okay. next week or whatever. Yeah. Um, Let's bring some back, Kyle. Well, yeah. here's. I think that's a federal offense. Yeah, actually, that's that, called drug trafficking. I'm glad Kyle said that because, yeah, yeah, that's actually really bad advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not asking you to do that, Kyle. I'm not agreeing. <laughs> so, uh, um, anyway, uh, and it's been on my in my head all day long. Like, like my wife mentioned that, um, whatever, like her tongue hurt or something, and she just wasn't very hung. It it, it took away her. Um, to say will to eat makes it sound more severe than it is, but it, it took away her desire to eat. Like it just, the, the sort of cost benefit analysis, she just didn't want to eat. And uh, it turned okay in the end. I mean, she beat it and everything, but um, I, you know, I'm like, man, nausea and, and hunger. Let's, let's get this woman some pot. And uh, my wife picked up hope from school today and it's like 6 PM a few hours ago. And I mentioned the same thing. I'm like, ah, yeah, I, you know, like, hunger and nausea you know like we could does this make sense honey you know do we need to score pot somehow and uh she's like this is a drug-free household and i'm like i know but you, you should know. be like have you looked in the medicine cabinet lately <laughs> yeah i did i said that i was like this is totally not a drug-free household there's just no <laughs> illegal drugs in this household and uh um and i was and she's like and i was like you know i've always thought and she's like right you've always said like this is almost the the uh, what do they call it a poster boy like a poster child poster child thank you that's what i was looking for this is the poster child this is a perfect example of medical marijuana to me like you've got nausea you've got hunger pot's great at that and uh poster boy wasn't inclusive enough <laughs> okay so uh i mention it and uh hope is like you know I could talk to Jacob if you want. <laughs> and I was like, well, fuck. Uh, yeah. And I changed, Jacob? Uh, well, I changed his name, but it's a person that she knows uh, from school. It's a friend of her friends. Uh, yeah. Woody and, thought there was going to be some seven degrees of separation for him to get his hands on weed. Yeah, like, yeah. It gonna, like, like, like it was going to go down this long chain of shady individuals until I, he sent some kingpin. And, I like, picture in, myself uh, talking to all the guys with long hair on a college campus. Like, dude, I swear I'm not a narc. Look at her. See her hair is gone. It's for her. <laughs> oh, you bring her along? Yeah, yeah. Bring, like, wheel her in the chair. Where can I score some doobie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> some, some doobie. <laughs> I'll be out of touch. <laughs> like, I can picture you just making it so sketchy. Like, the guy's just trying to give you the weed, but, like, we're like, looking not to consume here, some marijuana. Bag, like, pushing your bag of money over to yeah. him. She's got, like, a, a, a wheelchair with an IV drip going on. And I'm like, hey, yeah. <laughs> I just imagine you, like, running it like a drug deal from the wire. And meanwhile, the dealer's just like, like here. Like, do you think this is, this is Coke? This is weed. Like, take it and get out of here. Uh, so, uh, so apparently we've got my hookup all set up through, uh, through, through, through Jacob. Your... <laughs> Good. So, well, that's hilarious. I, I, uh, well, obviously her illness isn't, but, but the, the idea you... of the, uh, the marijuana being that close to <laughs> and the idea of getting it for and Jackie's reaction to the thing in particular because I think Jackie's a real square when it comes to this because <laughs> it's like I, I love that you called her a square this is an the case like if 
you should be able to do whatever the hell you want if you have inoperable cancer. Just that, smoke pot all day, every day. That's like, um. So this is a scary thought to me. Um, my coworker, his name was actually Carl. His uh, his mom died at the, during the time that we worked together, and she died of cancer. Carl was older than me, and um, as like in her final weeks, they weren't able to manage her pain. And I was like, not able to manage your pain. Like, what? Like, did they use morphine? And he's like, oh yeah, they used everything they had their everything they could get their hands on. You know, they they used and uh, the the pain from dying of cancer was worse than the painkillers that the hospital had available. Did you say what kind of cancer it was? No, was it I, stomach I don't. cancer or maybe pancreatic cancer. I, I'm not gonna know. I, I don't know what kind of cancer his mom had. Terrible. So, um, uh. Apparently, a dreadful variety. So, um, that was when I formed my opinion on not just medical marijuana, <clears throat> but all the like, like they say, should a doctor be able to prescribe pot? And I'm like, yeah, I, whatever he thinks, pot, LSD, acid, shrooms, uh, cocaine, uh, fucking, I don't know, angel dust, is that cocaine again? That's PCP. Oh, PCP? Yeah, you're bite somebody's nose off. <laughs> All right, PCP, bath salts, um, licking toads, I don't give a fuck. If a doctor thinks that this is the right thing to treat someone for this situation, then I'm cool with it. I'm with you too. I can't I... imagine PCP being helpful in any situation. <laughs> it's like, all right, you're going to smoke this, and then uh, you're going to go yell at leaves in the park. <laughs> right. like, furious at the sky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, impacted colon. All right, here's a spoon and, and, a, and a lighter. <laughs> you know, you just, <laughs> That's you, heroin. Yeah, you don't need that. Uh, heroin? I forgot to put that on my list of approved mm -hmm. substances. Yeah. Um, when it comes to doctors prescribing stuff, maybe there's another level or something, you know, where, like, Right now, in North Carolina, medical marijuana is actually legal, but only for one thing. I forget what it is. My daughter like epilepsy, maybe. I think it might be epilepsy. That's actually. the one that that gets a lot because certain epileptics are responsive to uh, CBD oil or or, or, or uh, some kind of marijuana oil, specific types of it, and to like nothing else. And it's the it's the ones who have like a hundred or two hundred seizures a day. It, you know, it's not the guy who has once a w one a week that disrupts his life. It's the child who's like shaking all day and and goes all, from from that to have being able to and, you know. Operate. In North Carolina, the medical marijuana that's legal is not like the pot that you would buy for fun. Like they strip out all the fun from it, you know. And and yeah. that's that's how they treat you, which there, some that's people prefer. Texas as well. Oh really? Yeah. So um, uh, in this state, it's not very legal, but it, it seems like, I don't know. Yeah. It, 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 oh, oh, but th that's what I was saying. So there was already a restriction on how you can prescribe this particular drug, right? It, only for these particular problems. I could see maybe tightening it up around some of the ones I mentioned, like, you know, LSD or something, <laughs> you know, like not everyone who goes in there with like, oh, I'm feeling anxious, <laughs> you know, gets, <laughs> gets their LSD prescription card. But uh um, well, LSD, I'm feeling really anxious. Here's a bunch of acid. Uh, when you when you're on the acid, you're gonna look back at right now and realize you weren't that anxious. You know, you're gonna have a panic attack. Like, and then when you're feeling anxious, just remember back to that moment. You know, when the walls are melting and and time stops. Like, so uh, so yeah, I think now it it feels like this is always getting delayed a bit, and there's you know issues like her 
her air conditioner doesn't win. It's my mother-in-law. Her air conditioner needs repair and she wants to like be there while they fix it or something. But the current schedule is she's going to join us in about three weeks. So, uh, Hey, you should, you should just go ahead and bring her on out to Colorado with us, get her, get her medicated real good. Um, I, I think that's the way to go. I was reading about that the other day about just how powerful marijuana concentrates were because I, I didn't understand. I was like, you got to put this in numbers so that I can really get under this. And so can, I still a, have a hard time what's understanding. What's a marijuana concentrate? Is that the dad? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I saw hilarious. You know, we were talking about the other day how Hillary Clinton was like doing the dab on the Ellen DeGeneres yeah. show. <laughs> and we were like, isn't that a drug reference? And then I saw it. it, it that, that actually happened. It came up at like a, an NFL um, – uh, press conference they asked the players you know do you guys do the dab and they're like um that's an illegal substance you know <laughs> we, would, we wouldn't be uh doing any of that and the other one's like well it's legal here you know they're in washington state <laughs> and like, yeah but we wouldn't have nothing to do and they're, they're like we're talking about the dance he's like oh 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 the dance <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's exactly what i thought when i first heard dab because like Dude. dabs are marijuana concentrate uh i think you use butane to separate the thc from the uh like actual ground marijuana and you're left with that sort of amber waxy that uh, wax. yeah that's when weed starts to look sketchy like when you see someone like smoking a joint and it's like all right let's i, I can see the plant matter like it looks like ground up oregano <laughs> when you see somebody like with a torch and just a like weird ball of wax a doing tar. it. It's like, did, yeah, did yeah. you? It wasn't good enough to just smoke the weed. You had to just go crazy with it. <laughs> we should to watch where, a video. Like, you don't even have like a gradual that. inclination to getting high. You're just like out. Like, I, watching uh, people smoke that. It's somebody so a, wrote me, and it was a great moment for me because they were laughing at I think Kyle and Marka for not knowing about like the dab dance or something and we were like is the dab related to the dance or whatever and he gives me this whole backstory about the dance and how cam newton popularized it and all this other stuff and, <laughs> and i didn't know any of this shit but i play that out there like there's a lot wow. of pop culture shit i don't get but it was so nice that you guys joined me in my pop culture ignorance oh I'm that's gonna... so lame i don't want to <laughs> i don't i don't be like whip my hair back i don't want to do the nay nay the stinky uh, leg, like none of that. I, that's not in my day to day life. I'm not learning new dance moves. In, those, like, in my world, dance. a new dance move is not what gets you pussy. Okay, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> maybe in yours that's important. Like you're like, oh shit, I gotta get a new move. It's not the stinky legs, just not cutting it anymore. Dude, getting pussy is interesting as it like evolves throughout <laughs> your life. So like, if you're in high school, what gets you pussy is being handsome and. Uh, athletic helps a lot and just being cool. It's hard to define cool, but like a, a kind of casual, non-flustered attitude combined with good looks gets you tons of girls. Uh, as you get into college and young adulthood, having something about, you know, like, like a little go-getter, of course, being good-looking is sort of a staple the whole way through, but being like a good-looking go-getter is probably more important than a good-looking casual attitude cool guy right and and that continues for a while as you hit like 35 or 40 or something uh having a solid career and being like a parental type you know is cool i was talking to my mother-in-law about it and she was like 65 at the time or something and uh apparently now she's not dating anyone and she didn't so don't get it all twisted but uh she's a hot item 
because they're like every all the guys my age they want either a nurse or a purse right they're after someone who can take care of them either like physically or financially he's like that's all these guys see in me a nurse or a purse and i'm like wow like it really evolves through the ages of like just from coolness to like money to family to nurse or a purse hmm wow I'm not looking for a nurse or a purse mm-hmm. uh, or the stanky leg or the nay-nay or the, the dabs or anything. Uh, but we like got on this. Leg? You can park in handicap parking if you get out in stanky leg the whole way in the store. Nobody, <laughs> that's true. Nobody I've questions. done that before. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> I've never done that. That's how I get a good space at Walmart. Um, but, but I started reading about the dabs versus the marijuana, and I still don't know how it compares because, like, how much of each would you do? But I guess the THC content in, like, the strongest of, of marijuana is, like, 30% or something like that. And meanwhile, with those dabs, they're getting up into, like, the 90 percentile, like, like Heisenberg-type numbers and shit <laughs> <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> if that. And that's what it seems like. Dabs seem like meth to me because you've got that special rig and I guess you've got to heat up the element to like some mind-boggling temperature. They use titanium, so like a thousand fucking degrees. And 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 when it when it it doesn't burn like like marijuana would. It, it's just like scalded into a vapor that you quickly huff into your lungs. Like I don't know. It's, it doesn't seem that healthy, but I guess it's too it's, much. It just seems like out. it is too much. Yeah. It seems... I, I feel like you guys are being uh, drug prejudiced. Really, I, I, you're, you're really you're judging it based on the equipment in. and the look of the drug. Just because it looks like a long sliver of earwax from a corpse doesn't mean it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's really gross looking. We it's watched awful. a video of a guy doing a one gram dab, and yep. to put that into perspective, that oh. he sh- one a one gram dab apparently should be shared by two or three guys over a weekend. Like it's, yeah. it's an enormous amount of drugs. <laughs> I, it was like, like a hundred dollars worth or something, and he just does it in in like one lungful, one we, lungful. Like we, we watched two or three um, drug videos that night, right? Or maybe one or two. I don't Weed know. Weed Central. That was his channel. Was it? <laughs> yep. You, dude, the guy on Weed Central looks like an expert in marijuana. He knows his pot. <laughs> that guy has a passion for pot. It would appear. Uh, and, and just you don't even need to see him on YouTube. You could see him at the grocery store and say yeah. that fucker's got a passion for pot. Yeah, he's yeah, standing in the chip on YouTube, He's got like five hundred dollars <laughs> worth of glass in front of him, a big pile of weed, and behind him it's like t- tons of weed sponsors. But like you said, if you saw this guy at Target, you'd be like, "Whoa, he knows where the pot is." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you, know, you know what I think you, turns and off. I guarantee a lot of he smells like it all the time. What I think turns off a lot of people the weed is like the the names. The goofy, crazy, like, uh, you know, butterscotch, you know, dank kush or like whatever the fuck it is. And it's like that the, the stupid okay. names like, uh, you know, you know, witch's breath or just I'm just making shit up. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> it's just it just turns me off. Like, it really? doesn't seem as professional like as and like, have you seen the documentaries where they show like uh, there's no way to like grade on a spectrum like how much THC is in there? Apparently, maybe that's changed. But this guy was talking on a documentary like, hey. You know, this one will be good for you to start. It's got one little pot leaf on there. You could tell it's got one little pot leaf logo on the container. This one's got five on there. And it's like, <laughs> what, the, what the fuck? Kind, what does one pot leaf equal? Like, what is what is this weird continuum that we're on of like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm a three pot leaf guy. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's not as like set as other drugs, it seems like. 
Yeah, definitely not. Unless you, I, I guess with edibles and stuff though, they they dose them by milligrams. I see that you know there's like a twenty, a ten milligram gummy bear, an eighty milligram like candy bar and shit like that. Dude, edibles Sounds like a lot. totally seem like the way to go. I know they're not. Everyone who knows about this topic says no, edibles are not for not not where you start. But God, it just seems like a lollipop or a brownie, especially like I want to have three brownies. And, and I'm telling you, edible makers, no, no, I'm right. The portions are wrong. You need <laughs> to make edibles in portions that people eat. I want to have a full glass of milk and two brownies, and that should be a mild <laughs> dose. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm totally on board with that. I do not like the whole thing of like, oh, here's like a, a delicious cookie with pot in it. Only eat half of a bite. <laughs> and then what? Just keep the cookie on the sides. Just leave a cookie sitting around the kitchen. Like it, they should have it. So it's like you can eat two cookies, you get a snack, and you get your dose. Right. Instead of the whole like, I've, it, I've, it shouldn't be uncomfortable if you. Eat I've read two a lot about this. So there's lots of ways to do that though. So so you can make a tincture. Um, a t- uh, if you remember, like um, in uh, Bone Tomahawk, they kept talking about the the tincture of opium. Uh, I think it's just a, a concentrate, maybe using alcohol as the concentration agent. Uh, and they take like high-grade alcohol, drinking alcohol, like Everclear or something, and they dissolve ground marijuana into that, and they just leave it in like a dark place for like a month. And when you come back, uh, you, I think you strain off the, the marijuana, and the liquid you're left with is alcohol with the THC in it. And you like can like put a. I read that you put one or two drops under your tongue, and you're just fucked. <laughs> Which, and it's just like, how do you know? What if it's one drop, or what if it's five? Like what? Like like. Yeah. What? Have you ever tried to put an eyedropper in, and you accidentally drip? Like, oh, that was three more drops than I needed. What happens if you have that thing, and you're like, oh, oops, six drops. Well, well I guess now. I'm not doing anything today. Like, <laughs> I guess I'm gonna sit there here and breathe weekend. heavily in panic. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I. I would think the edibles would be the way to go for a first timer if you're asking me because it just seems like you just nibble. You just nibble and have to experiment. You nibble and wait 2 hours and then nibble again. That's the challenge is the timing. Like if it were instant you could be like, "No, nah, no. Nah. There we go." Right? Yeah. But that's never what it is. It's like, yeah. It's 2 hours. Yeah. I I and that's so long from now that I feel like you could wait 2 hours and be like, "Huh. Are we sure?" Or could it be three? You know, like if two hours in, you're not satisfied or it's not working. You know, d- d- what if what if you get two hours in, you, you took one bite of the cookie and, and two hours in, you're feeling nothing, absolutely nothing. You're like, you know what? Fuck it. And you eat the whole cookie. And then five minutes later, mm-hmm. you're like, ooh, that was that first bite. That's yeah. the first bite. <laughs> oh, no. T minus one hour and 50 yes. minutes to lift off. I've got <laughs> like, to fall asleep. You're like, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's not good. Yeah. No. And it's so much like that's uh, apparently it is a completely different chemical that's active when you eat it that makes it way more intense. Like you can actually hallucinate apparently if you eat a ton of it. Um, mm. I think it's all about like doing it in the right place people you're comfortable with or if you have cancer do it whenever the fuck you want wherever you want because you've got cancer and you should probably just be able to do it uh bill burr (laughs) had a funny story where he doesn't smoke pot or do anything like that at all and he said that the only time he's tried it he ate uh like a cookie and a half or two cookies and like right before he went to an airport 
and he said that it hit him like going through security which like turned him off forever to it which is like i can't imagine a worse place to be baked out of your mind than just security at the airport that would be horrific I have a treat for you. I'm hoping that neither of you have seen this before or heard it before. It is a 911 call from a police officer who stole a large amount of marijuana from evidence and then made brownies with it, then ate the brownies and was not prepared. <laughs> oh, I've seen this. <laughs> uh, it looks like there's no video to it. Yeah, I think it's just audio. Just audio. All right, so I'm just going to play it. Are you guys ready? Sure. Mm -hmm. Ready, set, play. seems like they could make ago. one brownie out of a quarter ounce okay, or ten brownies out of a quarter ounce and they're still getting a quarter ounce. I think, I think he wants to know like what okay. portion of of the total batch oh, and, and they ate. Because yes. nobody eats a whole pan of brownies in one sitting. That sounds... Maybe if you're high. <laughs> That's probably good enough. I figured you'd be the kind of guy who would defend uh, eating a whole tray of brownies at once, Kyle. You always seem to be going on interesting binges. Yeah, to eat a whole tray of brownies though. That's not my. That's not my style. I don't like brownies. You don't like it's just chocolate. Yeah, I don't like chocolate that much. Uh, I really don't either. I'm not a huge fan. I think so brownies are fabulous. <laughs> they're 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 a okay with me. I, a little milk in there, and you you're doing it right. 
Mm-hmm. He was it's terrible. a soft stance, though. You know? That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. He thought he was going to die. Time's going by really, really slow. Yeah, but it was like four, really. Really, 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 really slow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, she's barely breathing. <laughs> and like, like when I was looking for that video, I saw a video from the same guy that we were talking about earlier, the Weed Central guy. Mm-hmm. And the title of the video is called THC Overdose? Question mark. 2,080 THC uh, edible. That means it's 2,080 milligrams. Now, I think we're all on the same page that the milligrams of weed doesn't really, of THC doesn't really mean anything to me. But I think that that 80 milligram candy bar is meant to be shared by like five people or something. Which is wrong because candy bars are not meant to be shared. Sure. Well, I think a side effect of, of making something an edible is often that it tastes like fucking shit. 3,000 milligrams? I didn't know that. Edibles taste bad? I would imagine so. You're, you mean you're putting marijuana butter in there for marijuana oil, like it's got a taste. For for some, I mean, Taylor, have you ever heard of edibles tasting good or bad? You know, I've heard that they uh, they can taste very bad. Yes, I've heard. That's the word around around here. That, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, that's why they pick brownies a lot is because maybe that's an, that there's so much chocolate that it, maybe it's overpowering to the the mm-hmm. can of butter taste or for the can of some oil. reason they I thought they were indistinguishable though. from regular brownies no. and cookies and such. That's why I like that whole quibble cop yeah, thing. Yeah, totally racist. He's where like, it was like uh, is this a and pop then brownie? I asked him if if this has pot in it, and he said yes, and I said oh, okay, I'll eat it. You know, I eat the pot, and then he told me the drugs in it, and it's like, and it's like, <laughs> he it's took like, me to the back room. He said, the, you know, bend over, and I did, you know. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, so you did get raped? Oh, I, I did. I get the rape, and I enjoyed. And the, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> I don't understand. A goddamn. Yeah, he was so contradictory when he was telling that whole story. Uh, it was so like, funny. Not to. Like, I love yeah, Quibble Cop. I, I, I. I yeah, yeah, we okay. love him. I, I love I think the, the We all love him. Bar- I, so there's but, a language barrier, a little bit, I think. But I also felt like he was like, is this a pot cookie? Is this a pot cookie? No, no, not a pot cookie. Okay, I trust you. He <laughs> seems very, maybe he's just very trusting. Yeah, yeah, I don't <laughs> because know. He described scenarios where we were all like, well, so then you knew it was drugs. And he was like, well, no. You know, <laughs> No idea. Yeah, right. Like, if I suspect this is a pot cookie, and I don't want to do pot, then I don't eat this cookie. You know, Mm -hmm. if a guy's like, no, then then I, 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 that means yes. That means it's a pot cookie. Tell you what, the last way I want to consume drugs is in a secretive, you just got drugged kind of way. Mm. I want to be able to be like. Yeah, that looks like my dosage right there. Okay, I, I, if I'm going to do some drugs, I want to be able to look at what's about to happen. I don't want to be surprised drugged. That sounds like something that would really piss yeah, me off. Sounds like a recipe for a panic attack. But like yeah. the whole idea of him just like it being like some movie thing of like, oops, I ate a bunch of cookies. Like everybody's high now. Like you take a bite and you'd be like, hmm, yeah, well, there's pot in there. Like that, that tastes I, like plants. Like I know a guy who used to surprise drug people. Um why? Yeah. All right. So this guy's such a jerk. He's a cop. Um, you, you probably heard my story of the guy that I was friends with and then like be, stopped being friends with as he got really racist. He got beat up at the convenience store. Like, you, you know, this guy, same guy I went to college and uh, he would drug people. I don't know what it was. Like, I'm going to get it wrong. 
I think it was acid. Can you put like, is acid a liquid? It's, you can it, you can put like a little droplet of paper usually. Well, so you could take a droplet up and put it on virtually anything. I'm eighty percent sure he put acid on people's mashed potatoes because it was funny to drug them. And it's also cheap enough, from what I understand, that like you could do that sort of thing. Mm. Like I, I think if you were like gonna, if if you're like, Haha, I'm gonna get everybody high on marijuana brownies, you'd be out like two hundred bucks. <laughs> but <laughs> but if you if you're just like, ah, got him fucked on acid, you're out like twenty bucks, and you messed up a couple of people. I thought acid was pretty expensive. Like I, I have no idea. I don't know anything about it, but I always thought that it was pricey. At the Grateful Dead concert I went to, uh, I didn't take any or even buy any, but I know that they bought like what seemed like a sheet of postage stamps for $32. So it, it must have been like 20 doses or something. Yeah, it's a couple bucks. A, I think it's a couple bucks a hit from what I understand, like five bucks or something. That would tie into it being about... Which seems you know, like the best deal in drugs. Back in the day. Yeah. It seems like the best deal in getting fucked up, right? Five bucks for acid. Could, I guess but, it depends like, how long it lasts. I it, lasts it lasts for like a while. 10 hours. <laughs> oh. I think you, you, you ever heard of an acid trip? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you go on a trip, and sometimes you come back, and sometimes you don't. That's not yeah. true. <laughs> that probably is <laughs> you true. You better have a clear schedule if you're going to be doing acid. Where it's like, uh, you know, I take it at 10 a.m., and then, uh, you know, play a quick game of Civ, and then it'll be over, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, I, acid's not LSD, right? No, it, it is. It anyway. is. That's the one they did on Mad Men, right? I didn't see that episode. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, Stop. they did an episode, and... And uh, it was this mind-expanding thing, and uh, one of the per people didn't do it. They were kind of the, like, I think it was LSD, tour guide for the thing, and they made sure that everybody stayed safe. Does that the sound like... Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, uh... I don't know how much of it's just, like, that same nonsense drug information you get. Like, you know, when you were little, they would tell you, like, oh, pot, it'll, you know, it'll kill you. Like, be careful. Or, oh, ecstasy, you know, it'll it'll bore a hole in your brain. Like, is that true that if you take a bunch of acid, like, you can just never come back and be normal again? I think... It, I, I don't know if that's a myth or not. I've read about it a bunch. Um, I don't think that's a common thing at all. But I think that it, in some cases, people have had serious long-term damage that have really abused it badly. And there's been tons of experiments that have been done with it in weird scenarios where people might have went a little crazy because they would put them on like sensory deprivation chambers, you know, and, and give them LSD. And God knows where your brain goes on a trip like that, right? Well, <laughs> like, <laughs> but not a fun place. My, um, my friend, uh, this guy actually do still like Mark, he, uh, he went to college and he failed out after his first year because he really got into drugs, acid included. And um, when I met him, he was doing construction. And he said he was repeatedly catching trails of stuff, which he attributed to the acid. So, like, um, <clears throat> you know, every once in a blue moon, you hit a nail and it, like, goes flipping off in the other direction. Yeah. To him, he would experience that, like, three to seven times. Like, shoom, 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 shoom. Like, Not going like, to – doesn't like, have a future as an air traffic controller, I don't think. <laughs> like, he would get visual echoes <sighs> and uh, – you know that that was his too much acid experience. That sounds horrible. He should like, do some more acid. I bet it would fix that. He had mm -hmm. kind of a somber attitude toward it. Like, dude, like I'm, I'm getting visual echoes. Like he wasn't comfortable with it. It, it wasn't like a who like, would be. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, I 
I don't know. That that dude who's the marijuana enthusiast might be he like, would dude, I upgraded the software, man. Now I get visual echoes. <laughs> <laughs> he would not be happy about that. I w- that would terrify me if I was getting visual echoes. Yeah, that, that's a term I made up. He called it trans. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like your brain is just broken. Like you just ruined it. Like yeah, like, like, be back to normal. it sounds like some wires are crossed in there and some signals are, be- are are going where they shouldn't go. I hope it's short term, you know, like it, my, my hope is that whatever, a few months later they stopped, but he was disconcerned. Is that the concern works? I guess disconcerted. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's he, uh, he was, it was uncomfortable for him. He was clearly anxious about, cause I guess if you were concerted, you'd be, uh, like, uh, you know, working well and, mm. Thinking clearly, everything. Taylor, what's disconcerted mean? And it would be the opposite of that. Um, I don't even know if I can define it. You're I know I've guy. used it plenty of times. Upset, unorganized, in disarray. Disconcerted. Uh, disconcerted. Who spelled it right the first maybe? time? I did actually. And yeah, it disturbed. Is yeah, I, I nailed it. Disturbed, disturbed the composure of unsettled. He was disconcerted. I nailed the usage. Wow. There yeah. we go. Look at us. All yeah. right. <laughs> English. First language. <laughs> Mastered that shit. <laughs> Just like those uh, those visual trails you're talking about, those echoes. I've heard that same thing can happen, and this could be another one of those drug myths where, like, if you do a bunch of acid in your life, at some point later in life, you can just start tripping. Like, it'll, like, oh, come wow. out of the recesses, and you'll just start tripping again. Which is that what happens maybe to false. Rogan at those weigh-ins when he when he starts getting googly eyes and staring at asses and stuff? <laughs> oh, speaking of people, Joe Rogan. I, I oh, always, oh yeah, yeah, I see. I, I always see posts whenever he's checking out a ring girl or a ring girl is checking out a fighter or something. They always make a post, and it's funny to see like oh, I love he, it. Like Joe will like be like looking at the ass, and then he'll be like trying to not look at the ass. <laughs> yeah, like... there's no winning, you know, and you can't even peek. Right. If you're just like if you're perfect in real life, it looks like this. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in in a still shot, it looks like this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, they just they grab that and they get Joe and it's it's funny. Yeah. I he's absolutely it. high out of his mind. And every time he's up there on that stage, like he just looks like it where he's just it's- like kind of fidgety looking around, staring at all the fighters, like like getting like weird grins, like he's thinking stuff to it's- himself. That hey, guy has. Can I talk about Rogan for a second? Yeah, go ahead. Rogan has really, really abused his body, and it seems to be working for him, which yeah. is against most of what I know, right? So this guy has used a lot of drugs, right? And based on his podcast and something, it appears that he's used a lot of the drugs, right? Like, it's not like a guy who does pot and says, all right, I know my limits. I'm a pot guy. Mushrooms, uh, LSD. Yeah. Exactly. Ayahuasca. Like ah, uh, yeah. Robin Quivers did that. She told the whole story. It's bizarre. Huh. It's, but oh, and but we didn't. We missed out on like steroids and human growth hormone and the other stuff. If you look at Joe Rogan, he looks fat to me, right? But if he lifts his shirt, he's got abs under there. All yeah. his organs are swollen and human growth <laughs> hormoned out. Right. Super his organs. Head. Yeah, his head. A his, super head. Yeah, <laughs> like. The the change in his skull, it, like look, it, people's faces change and stuff, right? You know, it, it, I had a much narrower face since at nineteen than I do now, but I feel like I look like an older version of me. Joe looks like a different guy, right? Joe Rogan, this is. 
Joe Rogan. He's just this big-headed. Joe yep. Rogan's bigger, older big, brother. Yeah, they could be brothers, but not the same guy. If you look at pictures of him from news radio, mm-hmm. like Special. it, it looks like his head has grown three sizes, <laughs> like at least another two inches in diameter. <laughs> and, and with his head, it's gigantic. Like, he gives me a run for my money. Joe Rogan. <laughs> so, and, and that's a side effect of human growth hormones and steroids. And on, and then of course he does everything else. The thing is, he appears to be very smart, right? His brain What's is his, not. He's wrecked. got the supplements right on it. O n n i t. That's how he says. Yeah, it. I got some right over there. Kitty dude, ordered the whole pack of it. Like, dude, yeah. his advertising's really working for him. And our advertising works. I could talk about that later. But um, uh, what was I gonna say? Um. About Joe Rogan taking supplements. I I just... He's looking good. I've been arguing many times. It's not perfect for him. I don't like the HGH body he's got going. A a natural version of what he does might be better. But, dude, the guy's the most in-shape 50-something I know. know, And that includes, like, Hollywood and stuff. And. Yeah, hard. Tom Cruise is doing. Tom great Cruise too. has a has a good look for. A, I, I just watched his the new the newest uh, Mission Impossible, and while I didn't care for the movie, he, Tom Cruise looks great. Yeah, he Tom Cruise is maybe number one, but but Rogan looks fantastic. He's top one, you know, point one percent, and he's rich and he's smart, and he it, it just appears that he's dodged every bullet that they say comes with the, the his lifestyle. So I guess good for Joe. I don't think he really started doing all those hallucinogens and pot until he was already rich and successful though. Like I think uh, he got, he was a late bloomer and he like definitely got did pot on pot fear late. factor. If, all right. So if he's great for the fifties, Patrick Stewart's got to be your number one for being 75 years old. Check this mm-hmm. out. I don't know if you've seen this. So I, he I looks old. The, the reason I said he definitely did pot on fear factor is that, uh, yeah, he does look pretty good. I wish I could get a bigger picture. Um, apparently, he did pot lollipops, and they were just like a standard thing. He felt they felt like he did better on the show using pot lollipops, and um, they would like even I, I don't know if the producers supplied it, but like they just always made sure, and everyone was cool with the fact that he was pretty much sucking pot on the show. So, yeah. Uh, oh, I was gonna say something. God damn it! Stewart does look good. Yeah, yeah, I like him. I'm a big fan of his. Him and that other guy, uh, Ian McKellen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gandalf. Their relationship is practically gay, and I feel like Ian McKellen is gay. Oh, is Ian, he? I didn't very know much. Because yeah. together in pictures, they're like dressed in drag. They're like hugging on each other. They're That's going... a big part of it. I, I think Patrick's uh, super supportive of the of the gay rights stuff that uh, Ian does. And Ian's just very flamboyant. And so when they hang out, it ends up being like that. Although, I mean, I saw Tucker and Go Glove hanging out the other night. And they, <laughs> they have a much closer relationship than Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. I Open saw that kissing. on the, the red. Woody, let's. Let, let's let's was... top let's top them and me you and wings have like a three-way kiss where with just tongues intertwined oh my don't god you, i don't want to i don't yeah. think jackie would be okay with that i think my wife would legit not <laughs> really? like it yeah yeah <laughs> i've hilarious. asked her before so let me ask you guys this is a topic I, and we may have even covered this before but would you be more upset if your girlfriend cheated on you with a guy or a girl certainly a, a guy me too um but Jackie would be much more upset if I cheated on her with a guy. Yeah, because she would feel like she'd been had for all those years, you know? 
where it was like, ah, you weren't like you. But none of us felt the whole time. Like if that happened, that's probably what she would feel like, you know, that that probably is her thought process that, you know, I don't know. Maybe that guy offered something she couldn't or I don't know. But uh, I always felt like, like, oh, well, that's cool. It's like I didn't. That's not even the game I played. No one beat me at my game. That's some other game. You know, I. Yeah, I didn't even qualify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't even have the uniform. (laughs) Completely unprepared, Jared. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. Like, it's not that I want that, but I would. It it would be less crushing to me. Yeah, totally. Than some guy. Much less. Um, Like sixty, like seventy percent less. Mm -hmm. Like it's it. I would still be upset. Like like I feel like I wouldn't necessarily have to break up with her over over a, a lesbian indiscretion you know what i mean um and I'm, I'm not just talking about my current girlfriend but just you know hypothetical girl uh i, I feel like a lesbian indiscretion is probably not a uh a, 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 a game changer it's probably not going to end everything but you know the dude that's it, I, I disagree there it's still going to end because that's just a issue of you know trust Infidelity. at that point oh really yeah. i see hmm what if it I don't was? Know. It, it, what if it she didn't carry on a relationship? What if it was sort of a one-time thing that just kind of happened? Just happened. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just getting in her head now. Well, right happened. onto her plot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Happen. Things happen. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to actually have it happen. That's a difficult one. Well, it's hard to quantify. Hmm. Uh, do you want to talk about the Jamie Foxx thing, Taylor? Sure. He saved someone from a burning car, and apparently he already came out and said, I'm not a hero, which, you know, so oh, humble. That's you know, totally saving. not what I would say. Oh, I, yeah, I would have played I, it up. Like, I uh, am a hero. Like, I, Dude, I... You'd blog that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we're going to pull him out now. Uh, it's hard to do with one arm. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, if I save somebody's life, I would be like, dude... I love being a hero. This is my jam. You know, like I, I, I shouldn't have been a computer programmer. I should have been a rescue swimmer. Like that would have been my ultimate job. Coast Guard rescue swimmer would be my jam. That's what I was put on earth to do. Did you like the Kevin Costner movie? The Guardian? I did like the Kevin Costner movie. Yeah. You make me want to watch it again. But yeah, that's the, I feel like that's the job I was born to do. And uh, um, I don't know. I, I I would I, if if I saw some car go off the side of a bridge into the water. Oh, that's that's my shit. I'm so in there. Uh, You'd get excited. Yeah. Like, like oh, best day ever. <laughs> you know? when he rips off his clothes. He's got speedos underneath. You're like, what the fuck. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Years have paid time. off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that that would be. I'd be very excited about such a thing. That would be. See, if it happened like off a bridge into the water, I wouldn't have enough confidence in myself to swim under and save them. So I'd have to pretend I didn't see them go in and just continue on my way. I have nightmares about that, about having to swim. I literally last night I had a nightmare about having to swim down into murky water and save someone. I don't remember who or what. But something of value was down below, and I was swimming to get it, and it was awful. I woke uh, up and was just, like sweaty. You nightmare is my like, dream. You yeah. were going so <laughs> slow. I. No, I kept flailing, and I would flail, and I would like. <laughs> this sounds right. <laughs> no, I, I, 
<laughs> no, and there was a turtle. Yeah. <laughs> I was like in a vehicle, like the ve the vehicle was submerged, and so I'm like flailing around trying to like grab the person, but I keep raking my hands against like twisted, ripped metal, and so my hand, my palms and fingers are all cut up, and I'm blood. There's blood in the water, and it's making it even more murky, and the headlights are illuminating the bloody water, and it was just a nightmare. Mm. Yeah. I don't know that. I don't know. Hey, I'll send you in for, for whoever falls <laughs> in the fucking water. I don't know if I succeed in your dream no, getting up there, or was it one of those where it just ends? It, I just woke up and went and took a piss and hoped the next one would be better. Mm -hmm. yeah, that was just a sad dream. Sometimes dreams just can just just end, and it's a. I've had like bad dreams that that end right around the time it's you know the alarm goes off, and it just puts a damper on the whole day. It's 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 like the day began with your dog dying or something like that. It's 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 like oh yeah. Or if you have an awesome dream and it's like you're dreaming that you're a celebrity or a professional athlete, and then you wake up and then you go back to bed and you can't get back into that dream where it's like all right, ah, <laughs> oh, going to sleep now. Uh, I'm playing for the St. Louis Blues. Like you know, like no, uh, it's, it never it never goes back. Wait, playing for the Blues? That like <laughs> like like if there's something in my life that needs to go one way or the other. Like, I have had the dream that it went the good way, and then I wake up, and for the first few minutes, I'm like, ah, glad that thing worked out, and I won that 80 million. Ah, yeah, that's great. Wait, god damn it! <laughs> no! No! Oh, you have that moment of realization dude, where it's all torn away. This has happened to me more than once, but I'll dream that Jackie cheated on me, and then I wake up, even though I know it was a dream, <laughs> I haven't completely forgiven her. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just you ever like, tell her? what's that? Tell her what she did. Yeah, like, like... yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she'll be like, I didn't, I wouldn't, everything's okay. That's what you would say. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would say that, you cheating whore. Yeah, it's the same thing you said in my dream. Yeah. <laughs> I know all your tricks. Yeah, no, I, I do not take lightly to that, uh, even if it's just a dream. I, it takes me a while to get over it. It'll be afternoon. Looking for Jean-Claude Van Damme. I know he's in here! <laughs> I saw him doing the splits in your bedroom. <laughs> She's like, does any of that make sense? <laughs> Well, not really. <laughs> right? I get this picture of doing the splits on that TV cabinet, right? Then it lifts up and knocks him off. <laughs> he rolls over. <laughs> that TV cabinet is still awesome. That was really happy. Yeah, that's a cool thing. I yeah. like that thing. Those doorbell things that Chiz is hooking us up with look pretty neat. I must have missed that. What uh, is it? You need to get back to them or you're going to get yeah, a default I don't fully cover. understand what that is. All right, so I don't fully understand what it is, but I think basically is it this, this chat. It's in the PK oh. recording. He he asked what color to pick. Um, so I think this thing goes outside and attaches to your door, and someone walks up and rings it. And when they press that that ringing button on like on your door, it connects them to your cell phone, and you're hooked up to a live video and audio feed of your door wherever you are. And you can be like, hey, hey, Pete. No, I'm not here right now. Uh, or, or whatever you can Dude, answer I your door. This. You're getting it. Well, I need to decide between antique brass and Venetian bronze in a hurry. I go with Venetian <laughs> bronze because it's the darker. I, I like that one. Is that how you roll? Yeah. I think I'll do Venetian. Once you go Venetian bronze, you never go satin nickel. Is that how it? Ever. <laughs> that... No point. That's the old saying. <laughs> get the same kind of girth with satin nickel. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I've thought well, about that. Like I have um. I have these NAS drives in my house that are like designed to hook up to security cameras. 
And I was like, you know, why not just get Wi-Fi security cameras, point them around the property and stuff, have a little monitor system. It's really fun. Uh, I, you can do it on your phone or you can do it to a, uh, you know, to a monitor. It's cool being able to look around and see what's going on. You hear a noise outside and you like look and, oh, that's, it's the cat. Mm. Does it People alert your phone? Like if they yeah. hit the button, does it like make my phone start ringing even if I'm inside? Because that seems so. like it can almost be a hindrance of I, what if I don't want to answer the door? Now they know I'm here. You know? I don't think they know necessarily. I don't know. I, and it has like a night vision feature where I guess it can show you what's going on at night. And it records to the cloud. Um, I'll learn more about it when it's time to do the ad read. But it seems like a pretty nifty thing. Hmm. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it sounds yeah. pretty neat. They have a good domain name. They got ring.com. There you go. We're not wow. messing around. I wonder if we're going to do any more 100% food. I still have four more containers of 100% oh my God. food in my pantry. I, have, I think I have 50 or more of them. I, oh, at this Christ. point, yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna, oh, it's a lot. <laughs> I have boxes. Like, it, it's taking up room in my garage. Like, the, it's, like, it's not waist high. It's thigh high. Maybe, maybe even like dick high, in, uh, which for me is like knee high. <laughs> But oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, how clever! Um, but yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a tall stack of hundred uh, percent food boxes that I am. That's. I, what are you gonna do with them? I, I, I'm wondering if they're like, can you burn them as a fuel source? Like, you'd be I mean, better sure off. You you'd be better off using them as mortar. You could you could add water, shake, and then sort of grout like the shower or something like that. <laughs> Maybe you could fix a crack in the driveway, or I—I uh... I, I don't know. That's true. I've got my whole my whole bathroom done in raw, raw. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you fertilize plants with it? Like it seems like you might be able to fertilize plants with it. Or it's mostly happy about it. <laughs> it's mostly I, seeds. What happens? What if I just planted and watered it and saw what grew? It, a bottle of raw growth. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a bottle inside of a corn husk, and you just like peel it away. And I kind of want to do this, bottle. like just get a um, like a little flower pot and bury yeah. the the raw and see if any see if like clovers and shit pop up out flax. of it. What what does flax even come from? The flax plant. Flax plant, I'm sure. I, There's I enough guess. seeds in there that something's got to grow. I used mine to fertilize the trash can this morning because mm. it was taking up too much goddamn space on my countertop. How many do you I, have? Zero now. I did have like four or five. Oh, yeah. No, I, I could come in with boxes and I wouldn't be able to see above them while I carried them. It seemed wasteful, but I was, I was like, I, my kitty and my girlfriend were standing there and we were kind of, we were like unpacking uh, like a big load of groceries and it was taking up so much space. And I was like, is anyone ever going to, you know, eat one of these? And they all laughed at me. So Dude, I think I should <laughs> upload that as a video highlight. I didn't do yep, that, did man. I? Yeah, I think it's funny. Oh, that from the, that excerpt from that episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I um, talked about it, and I never I'm did. more interested in seeing you actually plant like a spoonful of that uh, raw raw food or whatever the fuck in, in plant a plant. The chocolate kind. See if it makes a difference. <laughs> Get two flower pots and give it a go. I think we're going to Home Depot tomorrow. I'll just make sure we have what we need. I've been thinking yeah. about just opening it, and it's snowing here, really slippery outside. Just go out and <laughs> sprinkle it like salt. Oh, so that I'll have plenty of traction behind my tires. <laughs> Afterwards, you'll have concrete. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it'll patch any damage that's there today. Cracks, flows yeah. into the cracks and solidifies as mortar. They In have... all seriousness, though, it is really awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's, it's not a good option, um, <laughs> really, in any circumstance. 
survival no. survival yeah but i mean there's better survival foods i'm sure there's a a, a, a more compact way to get more calories and more you know carbohydrates yeah. if you're trying stuff. to survive what the fuck are you gonna do fill that bottle with really gross nasty water or just muscle it down as a powder like it's not very space. What do you do in the wilderness either. when you can't get it to mix? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got a stick down in there. Ugh. Yeah, that stuff wasn't the best. But um, I but, yeah. thought it was. Mine was like mixed with. It was chocolate strawberries mixed with strawberries, or and it had a strawberry on the edge. It looked good. Like yeah, I, the presentation, presentation on it was perfect, and I smelled it, and it even smelled. Oh, it smelled of chocolate and strawberry combined somehow. And I was like, this is going to be good, and of course, everyone knows the. The taste of a food is linked to the smell of it, so you're you're kind of onto something. And then I drank it, and it didn't meet expectations. Did you no, happen it... to see the Mandalorian armor that AR five hundred made? No. <laughs> is that a Star Wars? I, thing? I don't even know most of these words. All right, so uh, Boba Fett, who's like the badass bounty hunter in uh, mm -hmm. the original trilogy, he, he got made. More was made of him in, you know, uh, the expanded universe, which is now not canon. And, you know, through the fans, they always kind of built this Boba Fett guy up. He's the badass bounty hunter. Well, he wears some really cool armor in the Star Wars movies. And the uh, an armor company, it's actually one that I work with a lot, made the armor. Um, so if you scroll down, there's a better picture. Uh, but, but that's it. pretty good. Well, I like it. It's pretty it. cool. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that I can get that for a video and do something with it. I feel like I, that they should do more with these cool helmets for motorcyclists, right? Like, why isn't there a motorcyclist wearing a Boba Fett-styled helmet? I've seen a Halo-styled helmet for motorcyclists. Just it's going to be hard to see out of your peripheral with that Boba Fett helmet on. Like, it is a yeah, little bit yeah. narrow. Yeah, probably so. Probably right. so. Right. You'd look real cool as you slide across the concrete. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's yeah. what matters. I'll speak, my uh, my dad's decided to build like a man cave uh, attached to his shop. He wants to build like an enclosed area and put in plumbing and flooring. And uh, I think I think it's his way of getting away from my mom. <laughs> I, I think he's. What's just he like, gonna do for place. HVAC? Um, I don't know. Right now, he's got a wood burning heater in there because yeah. I mean it's just a shop. Mm -hmm. I, but I don't know what he's gonna do next. Um, Is it an old time like Benjamin Franklin looking stove? What does he have? He built it. Uh, oh. He built it using a fuel tank. Um, so it's a, so it's like a big, um, I don't know, 200 gallon fuel tank. That's kind of rectangular in shape. And he put legs on it and uh, a spout that goes out of the you know shop and everything. So it pulls air and works. I don't know because it's, because it's so big, it sort of radiates heat. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't know what he's going to do in the addition he adds on. He'll probably do something that's not quite so handmade. <laughs> uh, but I think I'm going to move my pool table over there and we'll have ourselves a little hangout spot. Oh, it's um, bigger than I pictured it in my head. If it, if you can put a pool table in there. Yeah, he's gonna do a couple. Of th it's probably gonna be two thousand square feet or something like that. It's, oh. it's he's gonna. Right now he's got a porch and he's gonna just he's having people come in and do it. But he's gonna have a big concrete floor poured and you know the have it all walled in and. Uh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, he needs a place to hang out and get away from my mom. And right <laughs> now they just. It's so cold right now. They're all kind of sitting over there, and, and everybody's just kind of like around the heater talking. <laughs> and uh, they, they need a better place to hang out. So we're gonna. Did do he tell that. you that was the reason he was doing I, it? I don't have to ask. It's. I mean, it's just. <laughs> it's just. It's just a known quantity. Like like that's what's up. When you say need it's a, so cold, they're all hanging out by the heater. Are you talking about in the shop or at yeah. home? In, in the, the shop. shop. Oh, in yeah, the shop. Yeah, yeah. So Is it snowing there? No, hell no, no. Um, mm. no precipitation. The uh, 
it was so fucking cold today. I was shocked. I got in my truck and started driving, and I must have gotten three or four miles down the road, and I was like, my legs were still cold. And I was like, why is the heater not working? I thought my heater was broken. And then I look up in my mirror to see what the temperature is, and it's 33 degrees. I was just like, ah, oh, that's why I'm still fucking cold. It's freezing out here, and I didn't realize it because I just went straight from inside in the warm to like right into my truck that was already preheated and or not preheated but um and just didn't get any sense of how cold it was outside it was fucking cold today i didn't do shit i walked around and the ground was so hard that the dirt didn't take shape to my foot which is weird you know like normally the, the ground is squishy it's been squishy for too long we've been getting too much rain now it's frozen solid and like usually dirt's not pokey but you step in it with you know I was wearing Sperry's and my foot's like conforming to the pokey dirt. I'm like, God damn, it's frozen. It's not North Carolina. Yeah. It was like I, I, 14 degrees today. It's, it's going to be oh. really fucking cold in uh, Colorado. Oh. Was that your high or your low? Uh, today? Yeah. I, I just, when I was driving earlier today, I just looked at my car thermometer and that's what it said. Our high is 32, but I'm looking at, I have a little weather app on the side here. And it looks like our low is 13. So that's, that's cool. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm looking at the, in Colorado right now, the place we're going, it's like 27 degrees. Um, yeah. Do you gonna have be... a warm coat? Yeah, I've got I ski gear. very warm coat. <clears throat> now, Taylor, I believe you, because you, you, is it cold? But uh, I remember a guy from, a girl actually from the South moved up to New Jersey. And she's like, oh, it's so cold. And we're like, you need a winter coat. And she's like, this is my winter coat. We're like, like that's a jacket. Yeah, that's a jacket. That's not what a winter coat is. A winter coat is big and fluffy and maybe got some fur shit on it. You know, that's what a winter coat is. She, what she thought was a winter coat was not far from what you're wearing, and uh, that's not a winter coat. I've got a, I got a bunch of ski stuff. So I've got like some underlayers that literally have metal woven into the fabric, and I've got. Um, I got a nice ski jacket that's uh, Venom or something like that. I got good stuff. I'll stay warm. Are uh, you pretty good at skiing? <laughs> no. It hurts my ankles. Uh, like ski boots hurt my ankles to, and to the point where it's like excruciating. Uh, I've tried twice now, and uh, it just hurts a lot. Uh, I liked it a lot. I wasn't afraid of it or anything. It wasn't a, a matter of that. I really enjoyed when I kind of went down the bullshit slope that was, that was there. Uh, it was really funny. Me and the girl I was with both fell down. Uh, at like the entry point and they had one of those rubber mats that's like a moving conveyor belt that takes you to the top mm-hmm. and uh and i fell and it was a little embarrassing but i got back up i had i you know you fall enough you get good at getting back up or at least good enough that you don't lay there like a turtle but she was wearing so much ski gear that she falls and she falls onto the conveyor belt so it's taking her away <laughs> and she's like on her back trying to get up and i'm just laughing i can't help her because you know i'm oh yeah you're on too. If you're bad Skis. at skiing, yeah, you're just like, oh, I'm sort of cemented to this spot. <laughs> Wilson! <laughs> like, like, she's just being taken away. It was hilarious. Yeah. Um, I wish I could ski, but I, I can't. I might try to snowboard because I know that's a different thing and you're in boots. So, But you, but I think snowboarding is, is really difficult to get started at. Yeah. Um, it's a way, I don't know if it's steeper or shallower learning curve. Yeah. Whichever one means it takes I, longer to... You know, I got Chiz deeper. with me and I got a feeling Chiz isn't going to be pushing for too many extreme sports, so I think I'll just hang out with him and, you know, if he if he wants to go out there and do some snow tubing, I'll definitely do that, get in a sled or a sleigh or a tire or whatever the fuck they do. I want uh, to see you try that. to ski and skate because you're, either your ankles are just truly and honestly awful 
or you're doing that thing where when you stand your legs are like your ankles are bowing out like that and it's really causing strain on your ankles because that's had what that. it is when i first started skiing when i first tried it i did that and it felt awful and i'm like how are people doing this but you have to are you, you know, good at skiing taylor up. i'm pretty good at skiing yeah um, i mean i can do the blacks i guess i could yeah i I took quickly to skiing. I could do black diamonds on my first day. I can ski moguls, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I, I'm not dumb enough to think I'm good. Good, like you know, I, I I'm. I, there was a time when I was good, good at surfing, and uh, you know, tourists would talk about how they're good too, and it's like get the fuck out of here. I do this like. I go surfing 250 days a year. You think you're good? You're not good. There's someone. There's a skiing equivalent who would laugh at me. But I'm competent. Yeah. I can I can do black diamonds. That's and... the best word for it. Competent. Like I yeah. I can go down the black diamonds with the moguls and be fine. But then you know if I'm with a friend who's an exceptionally good skier and they're like, hey, let's go on the back bowl and like I get up to the top and it's just fucking trees everywhere. No other paths of skis are, are down the hill. So for all you know, <laughs> you just go into the wrong spot and you just boom, just sink <laughs> down. And it's like, no, I'm not doing that. Fuck that. That what an ordeal. That doesn't that describe East Coast skiing. That's not East Coast, right? The back bowl. The no, this was in uh, Aspen. Yeah, I don't. That situation doesn't exist. I don't think on the East Coast that I know of. But they're all named trails, and we were in Killington at uh, the time I'm describing, which I, I had a really good time there. And I thought that, like, so that's the only uh, ski place I've ever been to. But uh, maybe Woody would have a better idea. But I thought it was really nice there, like like that lodge area where we all went back to, and you you was it, did you sing or did you dance? Dance. Both. You dance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that whole area. I thought that place was pretty cool. Killington uh, was good. Um you you didn't see all of it. Killington is actually the biggest East Coast ski resort. And uh, and some would argue that it's the best. They have a lot of uh, snowmaking capability. Uh, I like Killington a lot. I've been to I don't even know, maybe six or ten different places. And cool. uh, Killington is great. But it's further from New Jersey, so I didn't go there very often. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure exactly what, uh, kind of activities I'm going to get up to in Colorado, but it's not going to be any skiing for sure. I have some suspicions. I know one activity. <laughs> <laughs> they all want to go in those hot springs and uh, we already the talked one I was thinking that. of. Yes. Yeah. Hot springs. Yeah. Everyone is. Yeah. The, the they old... always, they all want to go in those hot springs and I have no interest in that whatsoever. Um, who's they I'm, all? Why? That's just Kitty. That, that's Kitty. Kitty's thing. Uh, Kitty's thing. She likes that a lot. And uh, and apparently they go to some clothing optional uh, uh, hot springs or, or something like that. The one they go to is, from what I understand, all of my peoples uh, like to stay clothed. But they said that the fatties there in particular like to like to bear all. Mm. So, but my fear is that all right. So, a hot springs is sort of a geothermic powered you know uh, uh jacuzzi out there you know it's it, it's it's magma under the ground creating that heat that that's heating that water and i'm just afraid there's going to be some five percent temperature fluctuation and we're all going to boil you know i'm afraid there's going to be some some activity under the ground that suddenly heats that water up really hot and we all boil and so that, you have irrational concerns I don't yeah, think it's irrational. I think it's. I, I think that it's unlikely. Definition of irrational. Yeah, it's, it's not going <laughs> to. Let me. Go- You're not going to start. Like, like, let me Google it. Wouldn't be a thing that quick. burns other people? Like, wouldn't it be like, oh yeah, hot springs are fun, except for the five percent death rate. Yeah. Are you like a frog where you're in the water and like God is turning up the heat so slowly that you just pass out and die? <laughs> like, you're a human. You'll notice when it starts to get too hot. You'll just hop out. I'm told frogs don't do that, but video idea. 
Yeah. <laughs> just slowly turn up the heat and see if he stays in there. A man was burned to death attempting to rescue his dog from a boiling hot spring. Yeah. Right, here, here's Shouldn't have one been futzing around in there. Here's it just one... seems like it's not a tourist attraction hot spring. Deaths and injuries at Yellowstone's geysers and hot springs. Fatal fall at Yellowstone, Yellowstone hot springs. San, Com San Compey, I can't pronounce that word, hot springs, boils eggs and steamy hot springs, boils and splashes. I don't know, man. I, I just feel like sometimes they get hot. <laughs> I've never been to a hot spring, and I have been. I, we used to go jet skiing by a nuclear cooling pl plant, like the cooling station, and uh, that would get hot. Like you knew where the hot water was coming out, and it, it, it leaked into the bay, right? And uh, it just poured hot water but if you're on the edge of it it's pleasant if you go in a little further it's concerning if you get to the tip of it it's like a bathtub where you only turn the hot on like it's bad it'll hurt you and uh and it'd just be like so you're on a jet ski and, and this isn't um you know the new jet skis you sit down on mostly uh, old school jet skis you stood up and it took skill to stay up and you know, while we could do it, we, we owned our own jet skis, so we did it every day and stuff. We were competent at it, but you fell every day. I mean, like, it was just a natural, like, thing. Of course you fall. You fall 10 times a day. You want to fall in the hot water? Yeah, so, like, you're really taking a risk if you, if you go through the hot water, but it's also kind of nice. And, you know, you want to stay on the edge of the water. Maybe you go through the too hot water to get to the edge of the good spot. And, you know, it's chilly everywhere else. And once you experience the glorious edge of a nuclear power plant heating a bay that's the only spot you want to be in it's all about that risk reward for me for eh. it's all it, so, <laughs> now i'm bad with names anything dangerous <laughs> is about risk reward with me it's it's like i because i've done lots of stupid shit obviously but but usually on the other end was a was a reward or, or something that i that i needed you know it, um I, I can't so with the hot springs the reward of having like a warm soothing hot springs it is just nothing to me. It, it it equates to virtually zero, but then the risk of being boiled alive, however tiny, in comparison, is, is large enough that I have no interest. That I'm just like, no, fuck that. Three but on the other, ago, you wanted to fight a shark. <laughs> that pays though. That pays though. Like 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 I don't know. There's been videos where like um you know we uh, we shot stuff or did so did something that I knew wasn't that safe but you know i was being paid a shitload of money and it, it was like i i said i'd be done today i'm contractually are, uh, obliged to be done today so either i blow this fucking car up or i lose tens of thousands of dollars and it's like let's blow it the fuck up you know but but meanwhile if there's a hot springs in which i'm not going to be paid anything i i'm not getting in there fuck that shit uh-uh hmm. i don't share your hot spring concern yeah. no well, i don't either i think that's very silly Guarantee I'll never be boiled alive. How bad are y'all going to feel if Kitty gets boiled alive? You won't even be able to speak at the funeral. I, I'll I, retroactively <laughs> take your side. My, pretend I was on that side the whole time. My biggest concern with hot springs is that somebody might judge my nipple hair negatively. Uh, you gotta, you, I, I like to trim that up anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I'd have to do. Like, oh, I'll go to the hot spring. We need to, to shave this. I try That to, never looks right. It always It's just an island of That's because no you're hairy. I, I try to pull off the this is the hair I was actually born with look. Like, all right, these need to be shortened. These need to be left alone. And, and yeah. you know, if I do it just right, it looks like I was gifted with perfect chest hair.
Yeah, see, I've just oh got man, this, you got a this, very clean nipple area. Yeah, yeah. See, see, I've just got this like tuft of hair here in the middle. And That's all from, you have naturally. Yeah, yeah. It goes top to bottom, and there's a few mm. like you know stringy ones here or there. But and then a little bit around my nipples, but that's got it. A little more. Yeah, definitely yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's some. I've got some hair I've there. got almost zero hair on my back, and when I say almost zero, I mean like every now and then I'll be like, "Hey, is that a hair on my shoulder blade? What the fuck?" Like like almost zero, like maybe thirty hair, not even maybe five hairs total on my back. I guess. I'm there. In the last I've, two years, I've noticed some encroachment. <laughs> up here. I, yeah. I don't have back hair either. Every like once in a blue moon, they'll They're be surrounding like me. one to pluck. But I probably pluck like six or ten lifetime. Wings know. has back hair. Wings has back hair in a way that's um, you know extreme. He's got a lot of back hair back there. Now it's not like a wolf man or anything. It can get it can get a lot worse. But I know you can see it in this video. He probably yeah. has more back hair than I have chest hair. Yeah, he does. He definitely does in my case because I've just really got the thing, you know, right here in the middle between my nipples and chest area, and then you know I got the happy trail thing. Oh, you audio only listeners are missing out on. Something. Oh yeah, you got to see my nipple. It was, it was hot. <sighs> mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. Screams I pinched out. it a little. You could see you could see Woody lick his lips if you pay uh -huh. attention. Uh, <laughs> I think it might have lactated. I'm gonna go check oh, the video. I, I do think that was hilarious though. <laughs> the, the, the um. It, if if me you and wings had like our three way kiss to top Tucker and and, and Gogo, <laughs> what was up with that? I only saw the little clip of them. Yeah, kissing, I don't know what the motivation was under, either. They were at I a party. They yeah. like they, yeah. And um, I I think maybe they kissed on the cheek before, to, and, and people they get a they get a reaction out of that because you know people get all weird at, when they see that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think they just kept going with it. And the girl in the stream, whoever that was, was kind of egging them on as well. You know. So yeah, they started started kissing a, a, a little bit. I thought it was hilarious. I uh, I did too, but funny. it really Very reinforced. Shocking. I'm straight. I'm like really straight, and like I, I just see two guys kiss. I I I want to say there was open mouth. I don't want to get it wrong and falsely accused them, but at one point I think I saw them watch their own video and say that was open mouth. So I think he posted on our subreddit uh, uh, something about it. Oh, did he? I, I can't remember which one. I, I saw where he put it in there. He, he was just kind of like, yeah, I like to get drunk, have a good time. Shit gets crazy. <laughs> it was just something kind of like that. It was, uh, you know. So uh, I, don't, I don't think they made a big deal about it. I, I, uh, but I, I, I watched it, and my reaction to it, not that I'm mad or whatever, but it, like, it's just so not my cup of tea. It throws you off. It, it, it's, I don't think it, it's... To say disgust seems seems to step too far, like right? It's mean spirited, almost. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, but you know, just because. But if I saw somebody bite the head off a frog, you know, you wouldn't say that I hate frogs or have a prejudice against them. I would just say that you know that's something I'm not accustomed to seeing. Remember in Django, where, where he's like, where Leonardo DiCaprio asks my uh, Jamie Foxx's character, he's like, so he's not accustomed to seeing people torn apart by dogs. Then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nah, that's not his thing, really. <laughs> you want like me to that. treat him like white folk, big daddy? No, no, not I'd that. say that. That's not what I say. Dude, I want to do that as a last topic. That Martin O'Malley ready to pounce? <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, wh oh, Doctor Chiz posted that. I didn't realize that in my head. I thought it was oh. Taylor. Oh yeah, we ready to ready to pounce. Let me Dude, so New Hampshire, we know Bernie has tied. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Um, oh, oh, for audio-only listeners here, we have a graphic that shows the New Hampshire primary. Bernie Sanders at 60, Hillary Clinton at 33, Martin O'Malley at 1%. Now, the thing is, Bernie Sanders is from Vermont, which is practically New Hampshire. 
Yeah, and yeah. it's almost he has a home court advantage that Hillary doesn't have. Iowa's the real test. There's a plus or minus almost five percent on this, and that's Megan Kelly tweeting that out. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if she's a trusted source for news on her Twitter. You know, I like her. Now I, I, again, I don't know that. I, the, uh, just a little thing I just noticed because I'm logged into my Twitter, but she's followed by the Gun Owners of America, which is a very conservative uh, gun owners group. Um, they don't think the NRA goes quite far enough. Uh, they, I'm reading their Twitter. It says, the only no-compromise pro-gun lobby in Washington, D.C., determined to fight to keep Americans, American freedom and liberty in all 50 states, hashtag gun owners. Gun owners. <laughs> one of their things is you know, they're up for you know, machine guns, silencers, uh, all that stuff. Uh, they don't stop at like hunting arms or. It's weird. I. I it it's like I I think of myself as a reasonable gun owner. You know, someone who's conscious and willing to consider all sides. Yet almost every time there's something that encroaches gun rights at all, I'm like, oh no no, no I'm reasonable, but I've never liked any of your ideas. You know, mm. not, not you, but like, you know, someone who's like, hey, you know what? How about if you're on the terrorist watch list, you can't buy guns? Oh, fuck that. What? Why shouldn't you be able to get guns on the terrorist watch list? You know, yeah. like, like, how do you get on the terrorist watch list? Next thing you know, they're going to put all of us on the terrorist How about watch all list. the people with uh, own negative blood? Them too. And uh, <laughs> all the blacks. <laughs> like, where do you stop? What, if you can make an arbitrary list like the... And it's not the terror watch list. It was the no-fly list. I, which is... I, I mentioned that one in particular. She's brought it up to me the other day. And there are certainly people on the terror list that are also on the no-fly list. But then I think there are people on that no-fly list who just raised a stink one time and yelled at a TSA agent. Mm -hmm. you, could, you could be one of those guys who was like, No! Stop fucking touching me! I'm not going to put up with it, bitch! Yeah. You, mm -hmm. like, like, they can put and, you on that list for anything. You're yeah. on there. So and... that's an example. How about background checks? Um, a, a big thing now is they want, so now there's background checks if you buy a gun at a gun store. Cool. If you buy a gun from a gun store owner at a show, which is really the bulk of those sales, and Kyle knows this, then um, there's a full background check there too. But if you just buy it from some dude, then there's no background check on a long gun. And uh, it seemed I'm sorry to interject, but but one of the things that, that, that I I keep reading what's been written and, and maybe, you know, something more than I do. But what it seemed like he was saying wasn't that I can't sell a gun to my father, uh, mm -hmm. removing the fact that I have a federal firearms license, that they're, they're not saying, hey, you can't sell a, a gun to your, your dad. You can't sell a gun to your neighbor. They're saying more like if you're selling if you're in the business yep. of selling guns if this is a part of your income that you can that you count on every year if you're selling 10 20 30 guns a year and a portion of your income is guns you're totally in the business one of the of checks they had guns. was uh, do you have a business card right if you have a business card about your gun sales then you're in the business of selling guns yeah. right you might not think of yourself as a gun store owner but dude you're flipping guns and yeah, you know, you I, need to start doing background checks. And I heard that, and I was like, slippery slope. You know, first it's the guy with business cards. Next, it's me. Mm. And I, as much as I think of myself as a reasonable gun owner, I'm pretty uncompromising every time they come up with an idea. The end result will always be the people who want guns will have guns. Throw any gun law out there, and then the end result comes right back around to. If someone wants a gun, they'll get a gun, whether they're Charles Manson or they're, uh, I don't know, name a, name a good person. Harry Tubman. Gamertag. 
Harriet Tubman. <laughs> Harriet Tubman. You wouldn't deny her the right bare arms, now would you? <laughs> Susan no. B. Anthony. Yeah. Well, may, maybe her. That flag's so in whore. <laughs> but, but, but what I'm getting at is, like, sure, it makes a bit of common sense to say, hey, let's get some background checks on all firearm sales. But once again, like, what are you accomplishing? Is anyone getting safer? Is anyone... I don't think so. I know what, it, what will happen, and that's that ATF is having to hire a lot of new people. Um, I, I, I was at Walmart the other day, and I, I the, like the manager uh, was walking by, and he seemed like the actual manager, like he wasn't wearing anything that, that said Walmart at all. And he was talking to another guy who was also wearing a suit, and he was like, yeah, it's going to be so much shit with ATF, this, this, and that, this, and that. And, and they were just talking about how many ATF agents were going to have to be hired to do all these extra background checks, all the extra paperwork. It's really about just expanding government power once again, it seems, because the people who want mm -hmm. guns will get them. There's um, there's a certain don't tread on me aspect to all this government control, you know, like, uh, and I'm for it. Like, like, you know, on, on my end, I, I'm the way I look at it is this, like, I've got that federal firearms license. I don't have to pay transfer fees. I'm happy if all of you have to come through me, if you want to do anything, <laughs> that'd be great. That would make, that makes me, that gives me a whole other source of income. If they do something like that, I could. I could make it my business to conduct firearms transfers for people and undercut everybody because I don't have a fucking storefront to maintain. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah, you got no I, overhead. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with it if they want to do that. But it, uh, looking at it from just a common sense point of view, the end result is always that the people who want guns get guns, no matter what yeah. you do. It's hmm. too ingrained in the culture. The if you've got enough, I mean, if you're competent enough to to get yourself to a store and come up with a few hundred dollars. Then you're competent enough to get. Then you're competent enough to get a gun. You're just gonna get one, and there's no way to stop that because there's 350 million guns in this country, and and like every month it seems like in a row is the biggest month in firearm sales to date. Like I know December was, December was massive for firearm yeah. sales, and I can only imagine that January is uh, is going to be even better. And if they keep talking this uh, this gun control stuff, and it gets narrowed down to say Hillary in the coming months, and then you get tax rebates coming back, another huge year for gun companies. This is gonna be great. I uh, should have invested in some gun companies a couple of years ago, I guess. <laughs> turns out. On, on the other hand, Bernie, it turns out, is... I mean... More moderate. More moderate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hillary's knocking him is, is too moderate. But, uh, you know, and he's like, no, NRA says I'm a D minus. But just the same, you know, he's he's from a state that he's not out there to do crazy stuff. He has a common sense approach uh, it's what Democrats refer to as uh, sometimes mm. the common sense approach, um, which would basically mean that like, oh, you're in Chicago, then no AR-15 for you. You're in you're you're in this huge populated suburban area, then why do you need a pistol that holds 15 bullets? But I feel like uh, the, he feels the other way around. Right. If you're you know a hunter out in the the wilds of Wyoming or something, I, doesn't I, really care. I don't respond well to that. Why do you need? Oh, I don't either. In the slightest. I don't like that. It, it really rubs me the wrong way. Like <laughs> Taylor, why do you need uh, hockey skates? Why do you need them? Huh? They seems like a want to me. You know? Yeah. I don't you could see, cut someone. Yeah. I, 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 I just any like hey you know no, no. prove to me that that's a requirement for you to get by. No, it's not a requirement yeah. for me to get by. I fucking want it. It's my right, so suck a dick. That's and what's why it going to fix anyway? Just, you know, oh, thank God that guy only had 10 bullets in there. He wasn't able to kill someone with 10. And, like, you know, they they I often point out the thing where, more. like, 
they say, hey, if you want to drive a car in this country, you got to go get a license. We got to make sure you can operate that car. And I say, well, you don't have the right to drive a fucking car in this country. It's a privilege. But the gun thing is a right, just like my freedom of speech, my, my protections against unlawful search, search, and, uh, search and seizure, and all those other things. It's a right. Shouldn't be telling me I can't have my 50 caliber machine gun. I need that for stuff. I got stuff going on over here you don't need to worry about. Agreed. I'm worried about alien invasion. Let's just be real. They're coming. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to Chiz about it, and he had all these examples of other rights that have qualifications on them. And I can't remember what he was saying. You know, like the driving is a good example. That's a privilege. It's not a right. So you have to prove that you're good at it and stay safe so that, you know, you don't get your privilege taken away. And you have to insure yourself. So people have, there yeah. have been calls for if you're going to have for each gun, you have to you have to have a policy that's going to cover you against you know something bad happening with your gun, which is another way to just ruin. Yeah, just to make it difficult and more expensive, and just to throw more loopholes that you have to get through. Like that's such horseshit. If that yep. ever did happen. But the anyway, back on the Sanders Clinton thing, which is how we got into the gun rights. Um, interesting. It I, Sanders is kind of winning me over. So. The people I like the most are Kasich and O'Malley. And let's just admit that they're, you know, look. No chance. No yeah. chance. No chance, right? O'Malley's at 1% in New Hampshire. So let's just say that, you know, your choices are Bernie, Hillary, or Trump. Let's just say, I know on the Republican side there might be some other choices. But it, those are the three that seem the most likely. Uh, I'm I, saying Trump. I might take Bernie in that crowd. Oh, I, you'll be I, happy to hear this. <laughs> Seriously, let me take a step back. Remember I was talking to, I think it was um, Milo, and I was saying, like, if I go to a restaurant and everybody's fat, it makes me second-guess my restaurant choice. If I'm voting for Trump and everyone who does it is just, like, the the least successful people in our country and the, you know, one might argue the dumbest in our country – that makes me second guess my presidential choice. Well, Sarah Palin just endorsed Trump, so that's your crowd, baby. Good, Vice. <laughs> She'll be VP. I oh my god, that'd be such a terrible idea. Trump Palin. Yeah. There, I, I can't think of a less qualified duo in American history. It'd be I, really I, I, funny. The VP <laughs> nod could could mean a lot for this race. Like if Trump picked somebody that that really, if 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 Biden jumped on anybody's side, that team would win. If Biden, eh, it doesn't make any sense. But if Biden went to Trump, Trump would be your next president. If Trump. Biden, why would Biden go to Trump? I, I, he wouldn't. Of course he wouldn't. That's so, absurd. Uh, but I think it's Kasich. If Trump picked Kasich as his VP, and I hope I don't have this wrong, but I think Kasich is from Ohio. Ah, that's helpful. Yeah. So if hypothetically, if Trump could take New York and Ohio. He's really hard to beat. New York's hard to beat. Hillary was the fucking senator there. Oh, that assumes he runs against Hillary. If he were to run against Bernie, for example, then maybe Trump could take his home state. I think he could beat Bernie uh, regardless. He would uh, beat feel... Bernie, yeah. The polls say Bernie beats Trump. Really? Yeah, but, I... you know, these are early polls. I think I think Trump's good at... Uh, at um, at polarizing people, and, and his ads would be so biting. 
I feel like he could really punch a lot of holes in uh, it, in Bernie Sanders. Really be the devil against the angel in that scenario, right? Yeah, be great. It'd I, be great. I, I, I'm super excited about this. I, I can't wait. I hope it's Trump so bad. I want I want it to be Trump and Bernie. I want it to be Trump and Bernie, and then I'm happy either way. Not happy really, but I I've won. As long as Hillary loses, I, I I've won. Um, Hillary's Hillary has too many policies that I'm just 100 percent against. And at this point, that's how you have to choose your candidate. That's how I choose my candidate, is I pick the one who's going to fuck me the least. And I feel like Trump is going to fuck me over the least. Trump's not going to mess with any of my gun rights, the, any of the stuff that helps me make a living. Um, and he's going to be super entertaining. Like, he's going to try to make Mexico pay for a wall, and he's going <laughs> to keep the Muslims out. And it's like, I don't really have any Muslim friends. So you can keep them out. That'll be all right. You know, I'm not going to complain. And uh, but Bernie, on the other hand, I, I feel like he might try to make some big changes to how the the big machine works. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that the big machine is working well, but it's working. And I'm just afraid that he might send us into some sort of spiraling downfall that cripples our economy and uh, makes us, you know, we're not going to become a grease like, like we're not going to fall to pieces. But but maybe he sets us back in a legitimate kind of way, like a yeah. I don't he seems know. like we're he doing... really wants to change a lot of shit way more than Trump does. It's the, you know, when you talk about Trump versus Hillary in particular, you're talking about like, you know, well, do you want another politician or do you want a revolutionary? Mm -hmm. uh, it's, and, and those who want a revolutionary, it's like, all right, just be careful. You know, like we're, it, we're the greatest country that the world has ever seen and ever will see. America. <laughs> yes. but, but in all seriousness, we're, we're, we're doing pretty well you know be careful that's all yeah yeah it, uh, if it was a six-sided die i feel like you rolled it and got a five with america you want to re-roll i can't wait to see who wins i think it's going to be hillary hillary's got to be your your favorite but i really don't want it to be i really don't want it to be i don't want her to be happy um, I, I i don't i really don't like the idea of her being up there and smiling but meaning it for once is, <laughs> is a terrible thing. Uh, I don't want her to be happy. I don't want the Clintons to really be cemented as the, a dynasty, which is what this would do. Uh, it'd be outrageous if, if, you know, Bill does two terms and then she does at least one and he gets to come back in there as first husband or some shit. You know he'll have some really expanded role as first husband. He'll be... Uh, she did too. Yeah, she, that's true. She, she seemed competent at it. Uh, but, but I just hate her so much. Just hate She's her so not much. likable. Not likable. Yeah, yeah. I, I try not to have that. I, like, I'm trying to pick a policy, and not pick my favorite person, the one I most want to have a cookout with. I've done that too. Still end up in the same place. But I, oh my god, <laughs> I, I, I can't seem to get past how much I dislike Hillary Clinton. Her voice, her mannerisms, her mannerisms, every fucking thing she does reeks of like anxiety and self-consciousness those fat jowls yeah she just when she dabs she's like do you people like me you know it, yeah everything is fucking do you like this what do yeah. you want you know do you approve of this i'll stop immediately i have no spine like I'll, yeah everything whatever everything you want me to be. she fucking does is like huh? you're like i'm fake i hope you like it you know i'll do anything for this job anything she changes herself like 
to fit whatever situation she's poured into. Trump. Well, that's like, what they all do. I I can I can remember Obama like doing that Southern black person voice. Mm-hmm. For, oh yeah, some, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you're not MLK. What are you doing? Like I, he'd be in a church in Alabama, like really bringing it out. It's like, dude, you're from Hawaii. <laughs> Oh, okay, that's some, fair. That's like fair. you're but, not down with grits and collard greens. I, I feel like the core of Trump is Trump, right? And I'm from Jersey, so I watched him do the whole casino thing. I've known Trump. I, I don't know Trump at all, but I, I, Trump has been on my TV since I was a kid. Um, and then I, I, Sanders is newer to me, but I feel like Sanders is Sanders. Trump is Trump. Hillary is whatever you think she'll like. And yep. yeah. Yeah, I agree with that a lot. Um, I love here like like Trump's. I I wouldn't say I followed Trump, but but he, I don't know if you're aware, but he goes on the Stern Show a lot. Um, it seems like he'll call in and he'll be on. Uh, he he's been on any number of times, and he's really loose with what he says on there. He'll say just about anything and everything, and uh, I I like that about him. I like that he just doesn't seem to give a shit. He was there was a, an appearance they were replaying the other day where he's trying to. Trump's talking to Jerry Seinfeld, and he's like, we're going to have a big party. We got the most beautiful women in the world. We brought them in from everywhere. Hey, some people like to give me a, a hard time because I like beautiful women. You know what I say? Can't help it. They're beautiful. And he's just, like, <laughs> and he's just talking about trucking these women in from other countries to Dude, his party. <laughs> it's His style of speaking is incredibly effective. It's lame. Like They, they took it and wrote it out, right? All of his sentences, he uses almost one and two syllable words exclusively, right? Every sentence is like ended on a spike of some sort, you know? Um, they, 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 they took his speeches and put it into like Microsoft Word or something, and it gives you like a flesh and Kleipler grade or something. Um, Trump speaks on like a fifth grade level. Like it's really, it's, it's far lower than all the other presidential candidates, but it's a super effective sales pitch, you know? He's like, more genuine. Like you're not trying to put on airs or you know I, bamboozle I, them with vocab. I, or at least I, that I'm not saying that's, that's how it resonates true, with you, but I, I, it doesn't seem more genuine to me. You talk better than a two dollar whore. <laughs> I, uh, I I I don't know. I I, I uh, Trump's not my guy. I don't think. Of course I, not. I, he's not, changed he's, my mind. But. Look, I, it's it's hard for me to 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 say, hey, Trump's the way to go. This is going to be great. I don't believe that. Mm. But but once again, I feel like Trump is the last guy to take so, take some gun rights away, and that's a big one for me. And mm-hmm. as much as I would like to see things like gay rights and marijuana rights and all those things expand uh, past the, the the state here level uh, to the federal level, obviously gay rights is is, is kind of done that. You know, they got gay rights right. across the country now, or gay marriage is what I meant to say. But like, and I don't want to see that taken away. And I I know guys like. Um, What's the uh, Trump's the, the number two guy Cruz and uh, Rubio, Cruz and Rubio? Rubio. I, I know I know Cruz would definitely do his best to try to take a step backwards on gay marriage and stuff like that. And I don't want to see that because I've you know I'm a big supporter of that. I got lots of gay friends and stuff, but I really care about my gun rights. That's numero uno, and then it kind of falls uh, you know uh, d- down from there. You know, it, it's it's pretty important to me that I can do my thing and nobody's gonna bother me because. We, it's that thing where the first thing that they might regulate would be a machine gun or a silencer or this gun that holds a hundred rounds or you know the most outrageous things, but then that's the kind of shit that I have. Like so, so I am at the tip of the iceberg in a way because I've already. That's what I like. I like machine guns and ridiculous it's military. 
and weaponry. It's what your viewers like. You yeah, know? like it, they don't come to watch you shoot a gun that they have into the dirt. Mm. Yeah, I hear that though. Some people, some people mm. want to see a gun that they're like, "Hey, why don't you shoot something that I have?" Yeah, but mainly just, they want to okay. live vicariously through you. I think. Yeah, I sure, actually, but... I think I take that back. I think you could make some interesting videos uh, shooting a gun that I have. It make me feel like my gun was cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, of course. But but in the end, like what I like personally, you know, and and I is it's just it's fucking. I, I'm looking to my left, but all these guns next to me are kind of. Vanilla. I don't have any machine guns. That, I kind of uh, want like upstairs. a skeletonized AR-15, like something that's light and cool and awesome. I wanted an AR-15 for a while, and then the more I thought about it, the more it was just like, do, do you need that? Oh, like, no. do you really? No, I don't. No, need I'm not it saying that to you. I'm saying that was my internal thought process of like, I, it's I jewelry. don't need this. It's jewelry. You should, you should do a short. You should do a short-barreled rifle. You should do like an like a seven-inch uh, AR, uh, really short barrel. Uh, what you can do is you can have a really short barrel and then a suppressor attached to it, and then your handguard goes around the barrel and the suppressor, if that makes any sense. And that, that ends up with a really cool, short look. And there's a stock you can get. Um, I can't think of the manufacturer. It's, it might be SIG, but it's not the SIG arm brace, but there's a collapsible stock you can put on there. So you end up with an AR that's like overall length, not much at all, really short, but then you know it pops apart, it's suppressed, it's a short barrel thing. I like those a lot, hmm. uh, and you, those are really light too. That holding AR, like I got over there, that thing weighs like seven pounds or something. I think they make a six-pound AR. That uh, is in the family of what? Like you made one, you did a video on it, and it was it was well filmed. There was like a panning shot on it, and it was super light. And I think you could pull the trigger faster than you can with most guns. Are we talking yeah. about the same one? Yeah, it's got a Geisley uh, trigger in it. Uh, it's like a two or three hundred dollar trigger. It's very nice. I got it right here. It's like literally right there. Yeah, something in that family really appeals to me. But I totally don't need it. It's jewelry. It's jewelry. If, yeah. my, if my wife was like, I wanted to spend three grand on something, I'd be like, do you need that? Stupid. Yeah, there really is no rational reason to get a gun like that. I don't even shoot that For often. my life, yeah. I, I don't even shoot that I haven't that shot often. in a while. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Does that have a silencer on the front of it? Weighs like six pounds. Yeah, probably oh, doors. It's a You'll be breaching. Of some sort, right? What it's, is, it's a muzzle. It's mu a muzzle brake. Muzzle brake. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, almost no recoil with this. This is a muzzle brake that Holding makes themselves. This is their bigger one. Mm -hmm. um, like zero recoil. I mean, it's, it really is like a 22. And the trigger is a is a Geisley trigger. Um, and it's just really. Uh, I mean, there's no way that that you know, you're like, oh yeah, that looks good. But um, it's, it's a really light. There. Yeah, it's a really light trigger. Uh, it's got a Is bad level. Is that full lever. auto? No. Oh, the, the the safety looks like it. Yeah, it's marked for it. Oh, it just doesn't. Mm. It's not. So you could convert it, maybe. Sure, if, but but then you know, I, it's a, it's a post sample, and it's not worth as much because I can't you know sell it then, mm -hmm. unless I'm selling it to another uh, FFL and they got their their demo letter and everything. My uh, my full auto. Uh, like M16s, I used I used the cheapest lowers that I could get. Uh, they're Frontier Armory plastic <laughs> lowers. They're actually they're plastic, uh, which made drilling them out really easy. Um, but I didn't want to, you know, con convert a good AR-15 and into something you, know. you can't sell. Yeah, my AK is a legit AK. It's a Romac, but yeah, I like your AK. That's one of the. 
a lot of times when I see you guns, I think that's really nice, but I don't like covet it. Um, your AK, I would love to have something like that. Something yeah, about that would that. be cool to have just to look at and just hold well, and pretend like you're a child soldier. It's a fun, goofy gun that you can shoot at stacks of flower pots and stuff. And it, it's something about that AK is just a joy. And, uh, and also it's lived a life. Like it's had, it's fried bacon. It's been in rivers. It's, you know, like it's pretty cool. I don't know if I had that furniture on last time I saw it. This is a different AK. Oh, so, so this is my semi-automatic AK. I think it's a Wasser 10. Let's see. No, it's not Bulgarian. Um, but this one's got a, uh, Oh. A Fostec stock on it. So mm-hmm. it makes this thing basically fully automatic without, you know, needing the license and all the bullshit. Do you feel like it's much harder to aim that? I watched a video it, of that and it seems like it'd be really difficult. You get pretty good at it after a while. Like, mm-hmm. uh, if we were shooting a, a 50, you know, if we're shooting a, a barrel 20 yards away, you'd dump them all into it. And that's about as accurate as you're going to be when you're going full auto anyway. Yeah. I definitely prefer a real machine gun. But it's almost as know. good. Yeah. Mm. You guys want to wrap it? Yeah. Sure. All right. That was PKN episode 74. I hope you guys liked it. I thought it was a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have a good week. A lot of gun talk.